Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we'll read excerpts from the chronology of events in the life of St. Maria Faustina Helena Kowalska of the Congregation of the Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy. June 2nd through the 5th, 1938. She makes a three-day retreat in the hospital. June 1938. She stops writing the diary. July 1938. Mother General Michael Moroshevska pays a visit to her at the hospital. August 1938. Writing her last letter to Mother General, she begs pardon for all the faults of her whole life and ends with the words, Till we meet in heaven. August 24, 1938. Sister Camille, who is also a patient at the hospital in Pradnik, telephones to the superior that Sister Faustina's health has significantly worsened. The superior rides to the hospital and spends the night at Sister Faustina's bedside. August 25, 1938, Rev. T. Chaputa, chaplain of the House of the Congregation in Krakow, goes to the hospital in Pradnik to administer the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. August 28, 1938, Father Sopochko, being in Krakow, pays a visit to the congregation and visits Sister Faustina a few times in the hospital. September 2, 1938, Father Sopochko visits Sister Faustina in the sanatorium in Pradnik and sees her in ecstasy. September 17, 1938, very weak and unable to keep much food, Sister Faustina is taken home from Pradnik. Calm and very uplifting, she waits for the moment of union with the Lord Jesus not at all afraid to die. September 22, 1938. As she loses more and more strength, she asks pardon of the entire congregation for her unintentional failings and serenely awaits the coming of her heavenly bridegroom. September 26, 1938. Father Sopochko visits her for the last time in Krakow and she tells him, My one occupation is to live in the presence of my Heavenly Father. Father Sopochko notes that she looked like an unearthly being, and he adds, At that time, I no longer had the slightest doubt that what she had written in her diary about receiving Holy Communion from an angel was really true. October 2nd, 1938. Sister Faustina, progressively weaker, but always uplifting, calmly awaits her departure. October 5th, 1938. At 4 p.m., Father Andrash, Jesuit, arrives, and Sister Faustina makes her confession for the last time. At 9 p.m., the chaplain, Reverend T. Chaputa, together with the assembled sisters, prays at her bedside the prayers for the dying. 
Sister Faustina, conscious to the end, unites with those praying. At 10.45 p.m., Sister Maria Faustina Kowalska, after long sufferings borne with great patience, goes to the Lord for her reward. October 7, 1938. The funeral of Sister Faustina Kowalska takes place on the first Friday of the month and the feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. At 8.30 a.m., the matins are sung. Next, Father Voitun celebrates the liturgy at the main altar and Father Chaprovsky at the altar of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, where the image of the Divine Mercy, renowned for countless graces, is presently found. Father Chaprovsky celebrates the Mass wearing white vestments. As the Chronicle notes, everything is done very beautifully. No members of Sister Faustina's family are present at the funeral. Sister Faustina is buried in the convent cemetery situated in the garden of the Congregation of the Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy, 39 Vronia Street, Wagiewniki, Krakow, in the common grave found on this cemetery. October 21, 1965. Twenty-seven years after the death of Sister Faustina, Bishop Julian Groblivsky, specially delegated by Archbishop Karol Wojtyła, begins with a solemn session in the Archdiocese of Krakow, the informative process relating to the life and virtues of Sister Faustina. From this moment, Sister Faustina is worthy of the title Servant of God. November 25, 1966, while the informative process relating to the virtues, writings, and devotion of the Servant of God, Sister Faustina, is being conducted, October 21, 1965, till September 20, 1967, her remains are exhumed and transferred to a tomb specially prepared for this purpose in the chapel of the Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy. Over the tomb is a black slab with a cross in the center. The slab usually has fresh flowers brought by the faithful, who plead for numerous graces through the intercession of Sister Faustina. September 20th, 1967, His Eminence Carol Cardinal Wojtyła, with a solemn session, closes the informative process of the Servant of God in the Krakow Archdiocese. January 26, 1968, the acts of the informative process are received in Rome by the Sacred Congregation for the Causes of Saints. January 31, 1968, by a decree of the Sacred Congregation for the Causes of Saints, the process of beatification of the Servant of God, Sister Faustina H. Kowalska, is formally inaugurated. April 18, 1938, the Venerable Servant of God, Sister Maria Faustina Kowalska, is beatified by Pope John Paul II in Rome on the first Sunday after Easter, which is celebrated by many around the world as Divine Mercy Sunday. April 30th, 2000, Blessed Maria Faustina Kowalska is canonized by Pope John Paul II in Rome on Divine Mercy Sunday during the Great Jubilee Year 2000, and the Pope states during his canonization homily, the second Sunday of Easter from now on throughout the Church will be called Divine Mercy Sunday. Well, we finished the diary, and it took less than a year, almost 11 months, 
We began this journey on Good Friday of last year. Since we have some time left on the year, perhaps we can learn some more in the time that we have left by delving into the letters of St. Faustina, many of which she exchanged with Blessed Michael Sapochko, her spiritual director. During this time, we can learn a bit more about St. Faustina and the other Apostles of Mercy that we've come to know, Father Sapochko, Father Andras, and of course, St. John Paul II. But first, I think it's important for us to think about what have we learned from the diary. There are many important things, obviously, that we have learned, and perhaps each of us should reflect on that question. We can jot down some of the important lessons that we've learned. There are too many to list them all. Here are three that strike me. One, Jesus loves each one of us immeasurably. He wants us to know that and to never forget it. He died for us. There is nothing he wouldn't do for us, and he asks us to open our hearts to him. St. Faustina gave us a wonderful example of that. Two, Jesus asks us to trust in him. He knows that our lives are not easy. We saw how much St. Faustina had to struggle in her life. Um, Often in the diary, life is compared to a battlefield. We'll be tempted to flee, to give up, to doubt God, etc. But through all this, Jesus asks us to trust him. He has it all figured out. It's not clear to us what will happen as we muddle through our lives, but eventually it will all make sense as it did finally for St. Faustina. We probably won't get all the answers until the next life, but in the meantime, he asks us to trust in him. And the third point, Jesus asks us to remain humble. St. Faustina received graces like few other saints ever had, but she remained humble. She knew herself very well. She knew her strengths and her weaknesses, and she knew how much she needed to rely on the Lord for everything. So let's thank God for the gifts that we've received through the reading of this diary and use them for his kingdom to give him all the glory. Each of us can look at at least three lessons that we've learned from the diary that we want to carry with us as we move forward. Tomorrow, we can begin looking at the letters of St. Faustina. She sometimes repeats some of the things that we've already heard in the diary, but the letters also give us a glimpse into another side of her character. We've gotten to know St. Faustina through the reading of her diary, so let's continue to call upon her and ask for her help to help us to grow in the spiritual life. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you.
visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.